going on? It's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. We got an all comedian panel today, starting with oh, you got a credit now, so Flophouse is Jane Harrison. Yeah. Wait, that's a bad credit. I mean, it's a why that's is it way a, more Matt's credit? Well, whatever. You guys can have the same credit. Yeah. Yo, 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 no. yo! Did someone say Matt? What's up? <laughs> La Max Whip. Yeah, yeah. L- <laughs> LA Matt's got a guitar yep. and a Skype connection. Oh God! Was it clear that that was a solo from Santeria? Uh, well, it was. Uh, let's. How long was that? I hope that's not enough to have to pay royalties. Well, it's over the theme, so he probably it's yeah. completely indistinguishable. I don't think anyone's gonna notice that. No. And yeah. that lovely voice is coupled with Joey Avery. There it is. I'm glad you got my credit. It's I, a big one. I sure coupled? did. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought you just Fox. meant he was in a relationship. I was like, is that a designation we're using now? That we're <laughs> no, he was in the show Couple. <laughs> no, he's got a reality show sidekick credit. Oh. Fuck yeah, a, one, a one episode arc. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I think as you that's put really it. impressive. Thank Not you. a lot of people am... can pull off a one episode arc. A lot of people, they need more to really flesh out their character. But uh, it's pretty impressive that you were just able to get up there mm. and get it done. How right did away. you get into the role of Joey? What was the <laughs> thought process? It was hard. It. I woke up. I just kind of oiled myself, and I looked in the mirror for a little while, and I was like, "It's always been you." And That's then I right. Did it. That's how you got to do it. You pull the character from within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been doing it my whole life. Mm. I can see him like just putting on the backwards bull's cap and just sort of like licking his finger and combing his eyebrows a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. It's pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> just gun fingering, like yeah. Ready Joey. to get these Fox no. execs on board. <laughs> you think the world is ready for all this? They no. weren't. They Were weren't. you pointing at your dick when you said that? <laughs> yeah, he emotionally. Was. Probably. <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to talk... Mm-hmm. Matt's going to play some sub- sublime... Some tasty sublime licks. Nice, tightly yeah, strung dude, guitar I learned there. so much sublime when I was in middle school, and now's the time I finally get to bust it all out. I know. I'm glad that you're finally getting something out of that. I, I can rock that the same. I wish I'd have brought my guitar. We could totally jam. I have a guitar. Oh, my God. We could Skype jam. Yeah. Every, every white guy has a guitar. That's right. Welcome and to every white guy knows sublime. <laughs> um, we're going to talk Westworld, because we all watch that on HBO. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, we might get into... oh. And Joey and Matt had a gig at Dreamforce, which I'm desperate to hear about. Did you? I, I did not. I did not have a gig. Before I, we I, get to that, <laughs> well, you can't just bullshit. First, you get James' credit wrong. I'm, I'm laying out. Then you out. get my fucking. I didn't do a Dreamforce show. I'm laying out the fucking. Meanwhile, I'm trying to play some tasty Bradley Noel licks, dude. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't argue with that. Matt, do you know anything my dad would know since he's such a big fan of yours? Especially, well, what does your what does your dad know? Uh, mostly blues. Do you know? Dude, any, play Bla- Bad Moon like Rising. Everybody knows that one. Well, no, nah, but I can play some blues though. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah. my dad's gonna jizz. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a sentence that isn't used very much. <laughs> I got <laughs> the LMA blues. Squib. <laughs> I said squib. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what it's like to shit all day. Oh, I say squib. <laughs> Got a oh! weird bunny money. Yeah. <laughs> I need that chobani money to pay off my Honda Civic today. That was pretty good. Woo! All right, so this one goes out to uh, $5 Patreon donor Steve B. Patri- that song did? 
Yes. Patreon.com slash broadcast. Steve B, you got a song for the price of a sponsorship. Yeah, dude. And that's the things that can happen when you sponsor the broadcast. These are the magic things that we do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, but you guys were at Dreamforce. So if you guys don't know, Salesforce is a real silly company. I Wait, don't... hold on. I don't know what Salesforce is, and I'm very proud of that. So okay. while you describe this, I'm going to plug yeah, my ears. Yeah, plug your ears and okay. go la, 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 la. But like, away, away. okay, she's doing it away from the microphone. So I don't know what they do exactly, but I know that they're, I know that their CEO moved to Hawaii, and mm-hmm. he now signs all his uh, emails with Aloha. Also, the bathrooms in uh, the Salesforce building are known as Kane and Wahine as, instead of uh, man and woman. And Just uh, like uh, like Islands restaurants. Right. You guys ever eat at Islands? Yeah, they got the endless tortilla soup. Do you want yeah, me to explain? Yeah, they got the Island nachos and the, the Baja... <laughs> Baja tacos. Baja tacos. That would have been a good pair of names for the bathrooms. <laughs> Baja the tacos. nachos or the Baja tacos? The fish taco Ooh. room. Yeah. But so oh, the yeah. dudes, dudes are nachos? I guess well, so. Well, clearly. Yeah, I'm just kind of working with sauce. what I have. Process of elimination, Vince. We could be like flautas. Flautas and tacos. <laughs> yeah. Taquitos. Dick shapes. Burritos. That's yeah. also, dick shape. also works. Anything dick shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to explain Salesforce? Or do you think that'd be a waste of time? I kind of want to know. Actually, I have okay. no idea. Go ahead. Make it fun and not boring. I' not capable of that. But uh, <laughs> basically, what they are is they're a customer resource management software. So a CRM, I, if you will. Exactly. So basically, every which company that has a sales team, which is most companies, because most businesses are business to business, B two B. All the conversations they've had with customers, everything lives in Salesforce, and it's a platform that people can like edit to their own needs, and you can program within it. It's a whole thing, but all my jobs I've had to spend my entire day in Salesforce, and they charge a fuckload of money, which is why they're so rich because everyone uses them. Right. Well, they actually they're don't. They're like Adobe, but for people. They actually yes. don't. Okay, they, I can do that. They actually still don't turn a profit. I don't believe. I think they actually are. They're expanding, then but they're not technically that tower that's prof- into profitable. The well, because that's the thing, they other make- people invest in them and they take their money and they spend it and don't oh, make so it back. Oh, so the entire tech economy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a hundred percent if Salesforce isn't. I mean, they could be profitable. Profitable if they decided not to build lavish towers. No, they, they say decide. shit. They say shit like, "Oh, we're not, we're not profit focused just yet." <laughs> For like, the last twenty okay. years. Then whom is? So anyway, so like Benioff is this guy that runs Salesforce, and I've the guy said who makes bef- Game of Thrones. No, that's David Benioff. Oh, okay. I don't believe they're related, but that's a weird. Does Benioff the power not family. have a first name? Because that would Mark, be a real part. Mark of- Benioff. Yeah. yeah, there was would be a. So he, I've said before, I read. Uh, this guy's book, uh, Disrupted, one of the writers on Silicon Valley, and he was talking about some of the stuff Benioff does. And if you read about the real Mark Benioff, like, I don't think he'd be believable in Silicon Valley. Like, he's too ridiculous. Like, he has Hawaiian priests, like, come and bless shit that they do. Okay. I met him. Did you really? When yeah, when, when I shot that thing for, uh, for Salesforce where I, I hung out with Terry Crews. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was for Salesforce? Yeah, that was for Salesforce. It was like an internal video or some shit, and yeah. uh, and that guy was there. Uh, and and every time he had a scene, all of the people who worked for him laughed. And I was <laughs> like, "This is very like The Sopranos." Of course, like that, like that scene where Tony says half of a joke and everyone laughs, and then then it goes in slow motion, and and he's all like, "Wait, are they laughing at my joke or are they just doing it?" 
because I'm the boss. And then he was all like, woke up his <laughs> got myself a gun. Mom always said be the chosen one. One in a million you got. Shaka shy, shame about it. Born under a bad sign with the clean moon in your eyes. And it goes on for like two minutes. They got Terry Crews for an internal video. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They got money, dude. Yeah. Fuck, dude. They spend that money. So, uh, so Dreamforce is this thing that Salesforce does every year where it's. It's kind of like woke up this morning. You got the blue moon. You got the blue moon in your I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, if it's I'm gonna be interrupted, explaining dream for yeah. They no, throw, I do want to know though. They throw like a big obnoxious corporate event, and you mm -hmm. go down there, and there's just like like the entirety of one part of town is just people in lanyards like going to Salesforce. Seeing those events. people against the Fleet Week people is like so because Fleet Week's happening this mm -hmm. week, and so it's just like like oh that explains why i saw sailors yeah i saw, oh. I saw so many sailors and in the castro like, where you were hanging out no because you gay <laughs> oh i hate that <laughs> <laughs> no there was they were in soma yeah it's a part of town that's where All the right. ship docks but like down in soma is where dreamforce is and where the ship is docked so it's just like all these people like Organa! and then these people like oh, i've seen shit and you're like oh man what a fun and both are mostly dudes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all a lot dudes. of fillers in town. Yeah. Man, I could get there's laid this a, there weekend. Was a, there was a Cra my friend found uh, there was like a Craigslist section for people looking for Dreamforce sex meetups. No. And no. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be steamy. And one of them was, I was like, oh my God, sex party. But it was just one guy who was like, hey, like trying to have a sex party. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my address. Like, I have money if you guys want it. Yeah. <laughs> super That's all it takes, right? <laughs> I hate that app. guys like that do get sex parties, though. Yeah, of course. But I feel like you I, have to have a few like people on the ground to get a good sex party. You can't just go to the internet, otherwise it is going to be six dudes like, so you want a beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be a I'm good sure sex party, though. Well, if, yeah. if you're into that, but you know, I feel like if you're having a gay sex party, you really don't need the internet. Yeah. Is there an app just to hook the Salesforce people up with the sailors on leave? There should be. Cause it's called was... yeah, it's called Salesforce. It's <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> like... different. Oh, we got a harmonic in there. Very nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're very good, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so of course it's just like your basic obnoxious uh tech conference, but like on crack, where they have like Will I Am and then like a some sort of encryption expert named Mar Moxie Marlin Spike who who has dreads and a top knot. Yeah, they had Tony Robbins yesterday. Oh, Tony Robbins. Yeah, of course they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is your father a powerful man? <laughs> that sounds like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> have you heard Tony Robbins talk? Not lately. Oh, no. God, he's powerful. He's, he had like a pituitary gland tumor, so he actually does have like some sort of giganticism in it. And he talks to Is your father a powerful man? <laughs> Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so Joey had a gig and Matt was there. I was. 
at some sort of what was it? A Dreamforce after party? It so, was it was a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. How'd you get booked for this? So who books that? So to explain the the whole situation, with Dreamforce, one of the big things is all the companies who come in will pay to have after parties. So the company that we were with also had like a boat out that night, where I assume most people Gosh. were. Um, they've had all, you know they all have these lavish parties. This in particular was just basically at an Italian restaurant and uh, the people were not expecting comedy. <laughs> oh, but that's I got the best kind of comedy. pop up with a microphone and be like, ah, fuck you. Hey, <laughs> you, you want some nice extra dinner? meatball? And now <laughs> yeah. so we got some stand-up comedy. Uh, you wanted to network? You get to hear from me. How about that? Oh, and then... Uh, Tell us about the airline food. Yeah, they booked Torio and then and oh. then Torio booked Matt and then Matt couldn't do it and then I did it and then he could do it, but I did Too it. Too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how was it? Was it, uh, is it, it's always fun trying to do some comedy for people that, that are sort of just, uh, surprised by the comedy? Yeah. I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's good for the you. Worst. It, it sucks. But at the same time, it definitely forces you to go, you know, you have your set list. You're like, oh, this is going to be my 15 minutes. And then you say half of the first joke and you're like, fucking nope. And then you just <laughs> yeah. talk to people and you have fun and you crowd work it. And Joey, the brighter side, Avery. Yeah. But, but it's <laughs> always got that silver lining. That's why he's so tan. He's always, yeah. he's just a sunny, sunny yeah, disposition. It's pretty, it's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, it's good. That helps you figure out how to be conversationally funny instead of just, you know your jokes but when you start trying one of your jokes that's really kind of written out and people fucking hate it you're like mm-hmm. oh my god like i'm I, going to die i don't want to put my baby through this <laughs> right. right i have to they don't deserve out. your baby exactly they don't i think it's um it's like people if they go to stand up they if they go to a comedy show deliberately there's like an expectation of a certain level of artifice mm-hmm. and then you're like allowed to do it but if you're yeah. in a situation that's like inherently spontaneous like if you try to go from that to like the artifice of like bits it's super jarring and it just doesn't feels like it just doesn't work i mean even at a club people can always tell they can always they always know when you're doing bits on them and they don't like it right or or like no, when no i was at, bits. when i was at milk bar and these two guys got like in a fight during my set like you can't go from the spontaneity of people might punch each other to like right. I'm gonna do some bits I thought of last month. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back on board. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, uh, here's my answering machine joke. <laughs> yeah. Y'all fly. It's weird though because I feel like when you have a couple good shows, you're like I really want to push this. Like I want to write about something that's interesting to me. That's like makes a point. That's a little more artistic. Mm-hmm. And then you do a show that isn't set up for that. And you all of a sudden loathe any joke that you took a mild artistic <laughs> risk yeah. on. You're like, oh no, yeah. I'm just trying to the be too smart. What do I think I am? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what was the crowd like? Um, they were pretty much all from the same company. And there were two tables and there was two empty tables in between them. So I kind of had to shuffle back and forth with who <laughs> oh, I was talking man. to. Yeah. One table to was having sprinkler? a lot of fun. Yeah, they call yeah. that the sprinkler. <laughs> yeah, they call that the sprinkler. I like it. Just spraying people. Mm-hmm. With I, jokes. Whoa. <laughs> Who calls that the sprinkler? <laughs> Bullshit. She said they did. I, I go with. Jane. You haven't heard that, Matt. Matt, you've missed all the comedy classes I've been at. I guess. God damn it! If anyone's thinking of comedy, start with a class. Yeah, always start <laughs> with always, a class. That's always good. Um, but yeah, there was one table that was like a like the old boys club. Mm-hmm. I like asked them where they're from. They're like Houston. 
Dallas, Houston. <laughs> and I then, drink. I drink a lot. Maybe not as much as this bastard. Right. <laughs> yeah, and they were they were all fun. And then there was a table where I was like, oh, what department are you guys? Then like app development, app development. At that table is not as fun. <laughs> Usually yeah. they're not. Yeah. It was about ninety eight percent married men. Yeah, I don't know if you know this about app developers. They're not usually like the most expressive with their they probably joy. Lo- yeah, they probably loved it on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All the dudes that were in the show last night watching, uh, they were all not cool enough to be on the company boat. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> that's, yeah, that that's, was true. You got the leftovers. Like, ones were like, I get seasick. <laughs> <laughs> Stepped on your punchline, yeah. But it was fun, Sorry. and then uh, and then Matt Torrio and I went to my show at the pizza place where there was like a regular comedy audience and had a, a fun little show oh, there. That's yeah. pretty dope. You don't have any good Dreamforce stories of people like trying to set up Creamforce in the back room yeah, or uh, Creamforce? No, yeah, that's yeah. good too. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. I, I mean, I, I was ready for like a like a crazy kind of thing, but it was just you know they're not. So, you know, believe it or not, not all. Corporate parties are super fun. Yeah. No, I yeah. go down there and I see anytime I see like a bunch of people like in land lanyards, like the combination of trying to project professionalism but also have a really good time is just just nauseating. Well, it's so funny because like I I know that like different kinds of com- like different kinds of industries have different levels of party at their conferences. Like I know like people at my co- company go to librarians conferences mm-hmm. and they like. Go hard. You're only waiting for the, I'm sorry. Is there, is there like a version of mansplaining that's sung where you just like the, the woman so gets yeah, like Beatles songs singing. over you? It's called college. Yeah. <laughs> you try to talk and someone's like, wait, 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 I got this song I gotta play for you. Hey, can everyone shut up at this party? I'm trying to get my dick wet. Take these sunken eyes and learn to see, bro. All your bitches. You were only waiting. Hey, don't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you only seriously, bro. Dave, yeah. come on, come on. Break up a TV. Oh, dude, Black Dave's wasted. He's <laughs> this, he's gonna get loud. Black Black Dave wasted in the dead. <laughs> <laughs> sunken eyes, learn to see. All right, I'm done. So librarians rage. Yeah, librarians rage hard. And like other, there's like all kinds of different like printing industry. Those people like anything that's a little bit older. My mom's a librarian. Is that that true, Matt? It's true. Does she rage hard? Is that where you get your rage from? Nah, she she chill. (laughs) But she comes from an older generation of of librarians who didn't rage as hard. Maybe if she's at the conference, you don't know. You know, like when Dad goes on a business trip, quote unquote. Oh shit! I didn't think about that. Do librarians skew female? Yes. Hopefully, you, you could get you could get strippers for that. Calling the bookworms. Oh there you yeah. go. Oh, dude, uh, I like it. Thank you. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Hey, okay, you know, you know what else skews female? What it's, this guy? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Are yeah. you intersex or yeah, mostly? No, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Would you know? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, dude, keep doing Brandon Clapton. Clapton my dad, loss into this. My dad if loves you Clapton. Fell out of a window. Oh God. <laughs> my God. Would it be the same? 
I'm sorry. You guys, I feel like I keep interrupting, but I also don't want to be here. You're not even here. (laughs) I'm at at my parents' house. That's good. That that helps. That makes it. Why are you not at your apartment in LA? Because I have to go to El Segundo, and I was on the west Ah, side earlier today, and so I was like, I might as well just get some food. I went to Islands, actually. Did uh, Did you? I did. I had the island nachos with the spicy chicken. You know, and it's it's pretty good for a chain. Dude, I every time I go back to the west side, I, uh, I always just go to all the chain restaurants that I grew, I grew up eating, except for a lot of them are gone. There's no more Tony Romas. Oh, man, that's just sad. There's no more uh, Red Lobsters. Kid, when I was growing up, there was a Tony Romas here. On every yeah. corner, as far now, as every, the eye could see, Tony Romas. Everywhere. <laughs> now it's a Whole Foods. Makes me sick to death. Ugh. It just happened one There's day. There's sprouts I'm coming in over where the favorite Del Taco in. used to there be. There was no Tony Romas. <laughs> There's no more I've Tony Romas. There'd be no Tony Romas. <laughs> the claim jumper's gone. Yeah, there's no more claim drum. Now they got this cold pressed juice. I don't even know. Soup plantation is going out of business. I don't even know the world anymore. It's just so PC now. You can't even have a soup plantation. You can't even do this <laughs> accent without people being like, hey, cultural appropriation. Who <laughs> <laughs> got? Uh, so, uh, Westworld. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We all saw it? All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> What was your um, take, Vince? Your hot critic take? I don't, I don't really have a hot critic take. I thought it, it seemed like uh, Dark Pleasantville. Like the yeah, someone's gonna go in there and and start f- fucking with all the the bot. I don't know what they are. Bots. Is it as p- supposed to be a questioning of what humanity means? Is that the idea? I just assume <sighs> everything that Chris Nolan does is like that. A questioning of humanity. I, I thought it was mm-hmm. Jonathan Nolan. It is, is it Jonathan Nolan? Whatever. Same difference. They're brothers. Oh, Nolan. It's still pretty much the same thing, yeah. Which Nolan is it? I, I'm interested to see. I mean, because it seems like it's talking about simulation theory and artificial intelligence a little bit each. I'm wondering which direction it's going to go down. You know, I'm not. I, I I don't know if I even care. I was watching it, and all I could think was, uh, you know, they really fooled me with the night of, and so now I'm scared, and I don't trust it. You don't trust it because of the night of? Yeah, because everyone thought that was good, yeah. uh, you know, including me at the beginning, and then it was really bad. So now I'm like, this is probably bad. No, too. but I feel like there was way more. There was obvious red flags in the first episode of the night of. Like they immediately went and had like a cathartic moment next to water where they're like, did you ever just like sit out here and like, look at the river and think about your life? Yeah, but that actually happens. Yeah. People go to the river to have cathartic moments all the time. I do. Yeah. Whatever Jane. river's around here. I'm waiting for a take me to the river yeah, by I was, Matt. I, yeah. <laughs> so I was just trying to figure out how to set him take up for that. Take me to the river. <laughs> Drop me in the water. I can't really play that. Yeah, I was going to say that might not be it. You know what, dude? <laughs> That's not for you to say. <laughs> Actually, my biggest question after that was, were the naked people all real people? Or was there yes. some sort of... They Great were? Qu- no. It's a good no, question. Oh, okay. question. More robots. Yeah, that dude who plays uh, the dad of the main character. Do you know the actor? Bill uh, Paxton. 
Okay. Do you think Bill he was Paxton. right with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know actors, but either way, I, that's a that's a tough gig for an actor to, yeah. to slip into four different characters while being butt ass naked, like in a room with and Anthony to, Hopkins. Yeah that that was that's pretty impressive for episode Wait, one. Wait, what are you talking about? Four different characters. What did I miss? He was one character. He was just the yeah, dad. But he was malfunctioning. Right. So and he, he, he had to have like a freak out and be like, a, he, had to, he had to switch into different operating systems. And he went back to when he was a cannibal a little bit. They think, although I think oh, we think, yeah. we oh, think yeah. that he went he, to a, can, a cannibal. So when they were trying to explain away why he freaked out and said all those incredibly ominous things that as the viewer, you know, are basically him about to <laughs> lose his shit and try and kill people who work there. Uh-huh. What Anthony Hopkins said is, remember, he had a previous uh, version of himself where he was in like a wild pack of cannibals. Oh, yeah, that's right. A different like simulation or whatever. Yeah, I must have missed the cannibal yeah. line and he was a professor which is how they said he could quote shakespeare exactly. and then i'm i'm confused about the man in black because i thought in the original movie here come the man in black do you know the men in black theme song <laughs> no that was more blues but oh, okay. i figure it's it's like kind of hard the to tell in if blues. It the right, man you know? in black I feel like it's the first episode. Of, you know, we don't need to know who the man, man in black is yet. Yeah, but I thought he's the, an agent the, the of old chaos. The Brenner version was like actually a, a was a, a robot. But there was, oh, is this a is this a remake of something? What? This show? Yeah. Is it? Uh, I didn't of know what? That. The seventy three Westworld, the movie. I didn't. Yul Brenner is I didn't the man. See that. I didn't, oh, I didn't know, know that. that at all. Oh yeah, because we all know about the other Westworld, Jane. What? Why are yeah, you? I didn't a know that. Critic? Why am I the person on trial here? You're not on trial. For I'm just knowing you are on trial. I'm just being mad because we're impressed with your knowledge. Yeah, I just okay. didn't know. I don't a know what to say. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna flip the table. I was just saying I didn't know. I'm just being honest about oh, yeah. my shortcomings. It's, it's a. Re- it's, it was a movie. Yul Brynner, Michael Crichton wrote and directed. Oh yeah, it. I did see the Michael Crichton in the credits. Yeah, but he's dead now. He is. So yeah. it's based on his original. <laughs> or he was oh, also he's a simulation. Oh, he's he was also simulation. really tall. Was, no way. That's yeah. dope. He was I six like foot that. nine. Do you know that? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. Six foot nine? Yeah. That can't be right. It, I would like to see him and Tony Robbins like Greco Roman wrestle. Ugh. To see who would win. That would be hot. <laughs> no, Michael Michael Crichton. one of these episodes I've ever been on. <laughs> I did. They should have called him Michael Hyten, right? I read a lot of Michael Crichton <laughs> when I was younger, and it turned me off to reading almost entirely. But I no, I really liked uh, uh, the Andromeda Strain. Really, that's like his Damn. oldest first book, right? That was the Six, one that nine, I was like, huh? "Oh my god, that's gonna happen!" And now I'm reading The Stand, but I, that's by Stephen King. I liked. Uh... Anyways, <laughs> it's been Matt's book corner. <laughs> Matt, what's the theme for Matt's book corner? Matt, Matt's book corner? Yeah. Uh, it's, um... <clears throat> Books. <laughs> I like to read them and I listen to most of my books. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, we don't want a long theme. It's more no. of a bump. That's more of a bumper. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not to give you the full version. So the, I mean, I think the fact that he was six nine is relevant because he was <laughs> sixty nine. Because nice, 
because he's dead and like tall tall people like don't live, live that long. long. Yeah. yeah, that's true. What are you talking about? Sorry, oh, dog. Says who? <laughs> I'm gonna oh, live forever. Nothing, Matt. Matt, don't worry <laughs> Matt, about don't. that, Matt. Yeah, not you. Wait, we didn't say anything, Matt. That's How old that's was a he lie. Died? Um, he was. I can't do math. Uh, he was 68. 66. Oh. Well, that's old though. Yeah. Did you see the the original movie, Jane? I haven't. I just know about it. Yeah. I'd be interested. It was in. It looks like it was in 1973, so it must be That's very what Jane different. Said, but I no, like I looked that. it up. Gonna, I looked it up. We're gonna say that Joey said it. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. This is why I'll you need that. more than one woman in a room for amplification. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> to that's harmonize. A, that's a rule. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't really have like any hot takes. I was excited. Brendan told me he like shut it off after 20 minutes, and I'm like, I don't understand. I was I enjoyed it the whole time. I think it's a good it's a good balance just aesthetically of like futuristic tech thing and then gorgeous western where you know it's built for a game so you can be as cliche as you want right. and it's fun and i'm not like oh this is ridiculous i'm like oh yeah what's he gonna say it's gonna be yeah, great right. they wrote this speech we can do like all sorts of like tongue-in-cheek exploitation schlock because like yeah. oh we got this douchebag because so he, he wrote it that's why it's like that yeah exactly it makes it thing? fun <laughs> really like the it's, it's got the whole like ex ex machina thing of like oh if you hurt things that aren't real then are you really hurting them are you like which is yeah. pretty interesting and yeah yeah mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. there seemed a trickle of like fatherly love in there where he was like they're hurting my daughter so i have to stop it and it's like yeah. but you're a robot you have no feelings right no you the the they're programmed to love <laughs> Program to love, my daughter. The one thing I'd love to see, and that you never get out of a sci-fi like this, is it's a it's a massive dicks going in. Dicks going in. <laughs> like, there's not enough docking. There were a lot of tits and no dicks, and I was very what? There were dicks? No, there were there were rows and rows of dicks. Barely. dicks but are different. Well, than they weren't hard. Dicks. They were in a locker. Yeah, but there was like a lot of tit shots. That's true. Okay. Yeah. They were like sweeping shots of like. Side. Dick. I saw a lot there of dick. There was some really good side boob with that one prostitute. She oh, had a, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did sorry. you like it, Jane? Um, I was just going to say... poster what, of Kobe Bryant in my room. Ugh, fuck Kobe. Fuck you. Who are yeah, you? that's right. I'm Joey Avery, bitch. Yeah, what have you done? I've been on Fox's Couple. I had a one-episode <laughs> arc. You ever won five NBA championships? Not yet. Well, yeah, actually, but I was playing a game on PlayStation. Doesn't count. Nice. Yeah, Kobe's does. won even more if you count that. Kobe's rude. I don't like him. You're uh, rude. Thank you. Like him. That's fair. Um, what did you want from what, Sci-Fi's? Well, so Sci-Fi's always include these, like, massive conglomerate tech companies and obviously you're only seeing the people at the top who are super invested and that's what makes it a good show but i'd love for them just to include as someone who works at a tech company the many employees who are there but they're like kind of over it right you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just like collecting they a paycheck and like, like super high yeah. functioning <laughs> yeah. like all of the tech whenever it's like a future world like everything's really like smooth and well run and whenever mm-hmm. i've been in a giant corporation it's like yeah oh wait most of you don't know what your job actually is yeah. and you're I, just kind of running around with a chick i'd like love one of the guys be like yeah i got an offer somewhere else i'm actually i'm gonna go work there yeah. now and, and that's, that's why he leaves the show <laughs> i would have I mean, they they made Anthony Hopkins uh, basically like a you know this fatherly super genius kind. Of, it would have been cool yeah. if they had like a Mark Benioff type CEO yeah. who was yeah. like kind of a fucking douchebag, where he's just like all new agey and kind of a jackass. And then all, you know he's got the what's that one black dude's name with the beard? I forget. Jeffrey Wright. 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You're pretty right. And he's like the... And he's then in he, everything, man. He would be like the competence porn guy, but he's he's sort of like put upon because he's got this boss who's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. I thought Hopkins' performance is really good. Yeah. Like he yeah. really, very quickly, I was like, oh, I know what this guy's about. Like yeah. with very few lines. So Anthony then, Hopkins is a good actor. Imagine that. Sometimes he phones it in. So, Sir, I don't think I've, Anthony you know, I've started to think that he's not, that he's really? just really like, you. I just like to hear him talk. Well, yeah. Think about there's, there's a few roles he's phoned in and a few he is not. Like Thor, I think he actually went hard on Thor, mm-hmm. which I didn't was pretty see Thor, fun. But it makes me sad that he was in it. I liked Thor. I like both Thors. Yeah. Brana. I didn't see the second one. Brana. The second Kenneth one Brana is more, makes everything better. more over the top dumb. But I like Cinderella like... because of Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. And I haven't seen that one. That's a hard sell. The cell around. Oh my God. Oh, Cinder, mm. Cindercella. Cindercella. I think someone took up a chunk of my brain out. <laughs> <laughs> Replace it with puns. With puns. Oh, Janie's got a pun. <laughs> <laughs> Janie's got a pun. <laughs> Whole world's come undone. Danny's got uh, uh, What did her daddy do? <laughs> Matt Leave is a guitar playing dude. <laughs> oh, took a little bit of guitar. He played some puns into a mic. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. that was really <laughs> good. I'm sorry. I get, get kind of into it. I think people are going to like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I feel like, like y'all Janie got songs. real far away from the Skype. I can't hear you as good. Jane says. Nope. All right, now you sound good. <laughs> She's so with It's only one good Jane song. What's that one? Janie's got a pun. Not that one. <laughs> What's the other good Jane song? Isn't there like uh, some. Sweet Jane. That's the only good uh, one. Yeah. Isn't there an album called like Songs for Jane by some yeah, shitty 90s band? Yeah, her best album. Oh, God. When my I mean, uh, no uh, crush on my uh, uh, drama, my, uh, my theater camp counselor. Teacher? Oh, yeah. Of course you did. This You're is almost painfully <laughs> on brand, I gotta say. <laughs> I was 12, he was 18, <laughs> and we were friends because he loved Maroon 5, and he oh, was like, God. your name's Jane. Can like I, that album. Yeah. Oh, no. You guys didn't do anything, right? No, 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 no. I would listen to that album and be like, he probably thinks about me. Yeah, of course. I was 12 and a weirdo. I don't think there's a more fuckboy move than like bringing up your love of Maroon 5. Oh, yeah. But this was like, by the way, he's a camp counselor. He wasn't like 30. No, he was like (laughs) proto proto fuckboy. Yeah. So it was like before they were, before like Adam Levine was a brand. I mean, Maroon 5 has never been good. They've always shut up. Songs for Jane was Fox. great. That whole album was good. <laughs> always been real bad. Were you my camp counselor, man? Probably, dude. Did you go to Camp Isaiah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember. What Sometimes this was. shitty pop music is fun, though. Yeah, yeah. No, speaking of which, Matt, didn't you do some something with uh, Stephen Jenkins this week? Oh, absolutely. Third Eye Blind is going to be in the next AJ Plus sketch coming out uh, Friday. On hell, YouTube. hell yeah! What are they doing? Uh, well, it's just going to be Stephen Jenkins. Um, he's uh, promoting uh, this uh, the album um, White Noise, the best of the alt right. Uh, okay, Wait. and um, <laughs> that's good. That's a good name. And I, I don't think he knew that that's what I was for. So check out the sketch, and you'll see what's going on. <laughs> so you kind of you did like a comedy uh, a comedy ambush on Stephen Jenkins. No, I mean he. Uh, yeah, but they've I already. Know, but... The Third Eye Blind's already trolled the alt right, right? 
Well, they, they, they trolled the Republican National Convention. That's right. Uh, uh, by, <laughs> which is <laughs> which now is, the alt-right, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, by by performing uh, at one of their events, but not playing any of their hit songs. <laughs> pretty which good. Which is the most, like, that is so self-aware. It's so funny. And self-deprecating. It's almost like falling on. It's like a suicide bomb of trolling. <laughs> That's such a fucking genius troll. And yeah, yeah so when I was like, hey, we're going to make fun of the alt-right he was all he was all for it and uh yeah no he knows what's up uh, but in the sketch he doesn't that's the comedy of it um so i have a funny story about that actually so i was in cleveland like a week and a half ago uh you know invited to write about uh, yeah invited to write about cleveland and so you know there was the republican national convention that just happened there this summer and third eye blind did that thing but then we toured the uh rock and roll hall of uh rock and roll hall of fame yeah rock and roll hall of fame and in the back there's like this one room where they have like all these posters and we're looking at it and the guy on the tour is like oh we used to have this big step and repeat here but third eye blind stole it <laughs> what's a step and repeat it's that thing that they have at like movie premieres where it's it's like a big, like a backdrop that oh. you like step in front of and take pictures. Uh-huh. The, yeah. So supposedly they used to have it. And then the guy claimed that Third Eye Blind stole it. And I tried to confirm with uh, this guy, Gavin, who is their music video director, who we've actually had on before. And he said no, but maybe I can get Matt Lieb to, to get Stephen Jenkins to come clean about this stolen step and repeat. It'd be big Email exclusive. I'll uh, I'll ask about it. You were in Cleveland, you say. Ask him if he's cracked and he's holding. Tell me what you're gonna do when I don't know how to run. But Jasmine comes for you when Jeremy comes. Bone thugs are from Cleveland. Uh, okay, I, I was confused <laughs> at the connection. I thought that was a Third Eye Blind song. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if Third Eye Blind went around stealing shit. I'm not gonna play Third Eye Blind. <laughs> You know, like, I feel like they're, like, this, like, self-aware, really well-meaning, but also kind of understand that they're kind of, you know, like little fuckers as well. Yeah, I think that was briefly why people were into John Mayer, because they're like, oh, maybe he, like, sings these songs, but he's actually, like, just cool. trolling people with yeah. this stupid music. Because, like, the John Mayer show was kind of funny. Yeah. He had his, yeah. yeah. What's up with him right now? What's he doing? Just well, looking he just for young celebrities to fuck. For sure. His first song in in a year or so, I read a tweet where where his tweet was, "I just wrote a new song for the first time in over a year. Thrilling, <laughs> cool. thrilling cool. to cool. do the thing that I make my money doing <laughs> for the first time in a year." Yeah. What's he um, been doing? Great story. Banging. Banging. What, what he's been doing is probably uh, banging hella hotties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know other stuff. I would live off of that. If yeah. I got to John Mayer level, I would be like, okay, I'm just here now. Yeah, I mean, he's already written his place in history. Now, I mean, he, there's part of like guys like that where you're like, half of them are considering suicide, right? <laughs> also, doesn't he show up Stephen to like Jenkins the comedy is... store? And, What's like, that? Doesn't he show up to the comedy store? And like, I thought I saw a photo of him with like comedians at the comedy store. He was yeah. into doing stand up for a while. Yeah, but yeah, I think well, he was just he, there. He judges, uh, he was one of the judges uh, for Roast Battle one yeah. night when Brendan Lynch was doing it. Right. And, and he, ma- he made fun of uh, a Brendan Lynch joke. And Brendan Lynch said, 
how about you let me do what I do best, and you can stick to doing what you do best, which is giving models HPV. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Brendan Lynch is the best. Uh, I would not. I would not go at him with a joke oh, and no, expect yeah. not to get fucking Absolute eviscerated. last person I would like to have yeah, a roast battle with. That is the greatest thing I've ever. Heard. Yeah, that dude is a monster. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. He's such a weirdo. I love it. Yeah. He's I think writing it's, for Bill Simmons now, right? Yeah, yeah, he writes for oh. Bill Simmons. And for any given Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think his great. secret is that he's not actually that weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Yes and no. Because dude, he's there's a few things. One, when you talk to him for an ex, he's a normal guy, but he also gets that look in his eye where you know he just wants to raise hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he told me some stories about what he did when he was like younger, when he was at college, and like he he actually is kind of a crazy person but he knows how to channel it mm -hmm. and that's why he does comedy that's my that's my thought yeah, yeah but i feel like he channels like he has an awkward persona stage persona that doesn't really it doesn't seem like his life persona as much no. right right yeah. well he's not as contentious in real life but he can be and that's the great thing when he <laughs> yeah. feels like it he just will be super weird to people it's 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 amazing <laughs> right it's more of a channeling than an act like he, yeah, he is yeah, a, he's absolutely. a regular cool person but he has that side of him but it's not just like some people i think write and act in a persona and mm -hmm. wear that it's I think not like a shtick it's it. just like yeah. a smart it's just a way to sell it exactly because yeah. like people like it's easy to be mean sometimes in certain instances and then sometimes you're like oh i'm just gonna be a regular person yeah and sometimes i just want to make fun of all of you relentlessly <laughs> <laughs> so fun yeah yeah did you guys see that article from the um guy at uh adult swim uh -uh. or not the article with the quote that he says that uh they don't really hire women because women like conflict oh dude that was, was really so weird. misquoted though it was super misquoted it was, but it was also really confusing so the the basic thing of this article was that adult swim has hired like the least amount of women uh -huh. it's like a crazy creators, yeah, creators. and they also have a show that's like the alt-right right and comedy show the weird thing about the article and that distracted me from the point of the article and i'm sure matt will have a comment because i think i saw it because he shared it but the weird uh, yeah. the, the weird thing with the article is that the takeaway quote that people were posting and that they emboldened was we don't hire women because women don't or because women create, create conflict, conflict not comedy but when you read the <laughs> article that quoted that it quoted him directly and he said we don't hire women because women don't like conflict and it takes conflict to make comedy either one is, is, is not great not great but, but it's weird don't make sense. it's weird that they would <laughs> that they would make the takeaway line the opposite of what the guy no, said I it undermines it, the it, quote the thing was that that was the internal report was that women uh women create conflict and then he clarified on that like reddit adult swim board that what he meant was that women, women don't, don't like conflict. conflict and conflict is what you need to create comedy and the stupid thing about that is like that's that's just as bad you're just like no <laughs> right. no no no, no. Right. I'm, uh, like, uh, no I was, was making a different sweeping generalization right exactly it was very strange the whole thing was very yeah, stupid having people from different backgrounds creates good conflict which yeah, would create I, I just, good Right. <laughs> I just don't understand how like uh, anyone at this point can say that that's like the people who like still like love uh, what's his name uh, Richard what's that no 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 uh, you know that that atheist guy who died 
Christopher that whole thing where he's like women aren't funny and everyone's like oh my god finally um and like now <laughs> yeah, no one's was, saying that my favorite reason from that was that women <laughs> women aren't funny because their babies die and that that's like the saddest thing in the world is your baby dying and, and so women men can't. don't care <laughs> so because women don't like dead baby jokes they're not funny oh man that's uh, it, it just, it's so dumb because like at this point uh, like it, any misconception you had about women being funny in a writer's room or being able to create a funny show it has to have gone out the window with the you know with the tons of female created comedies that are like huge hits so it's like at this point what are you even holding on to some like myth that you used to believe in in the 90s? I think it's like, just the reason, like, just explaining their dumb reasoning that they've had in the past, which is like, well, I always thought that, like, conflict and women don't like it, so <laughs> I guess that's why we didn't do it. And it's like, well, that's been disproven a lot over yeah. and I over mean, again. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. If it's a personal choice, you could be like, well, I mean, I don't know about the previous people, but I know that the 10 or 12 or 15 or 20 or however many shows that I've greenlit, but maybe uh, I, is it one of those I things... just thought were funny, and uh, I didn't think about who wrote them. And next time, uh, maybe I'll I'll consider. Yeah, that would have been it. great. On the other side of it, what about like that, like the friends, you know, the friends lawsuit, where it's like people, like women, were like, oh, I feel uncomfortable because they are, you know, degrading what? the women. Because that was a big lawsuit about like freedom of speech in a in a writer's right. room because of the friends like friends female writers were like uh they are always denigrating and like talking about sexually assaulting like jennifer aniston <laughs> can we like Wait please don't put us in this situation and then there was like, a lawsuit yeah and it went to like the supreme court or something it went high wow, up that's in, crazy. in so appeals what, court what i didn't, didn't even what know what ended that. up happening with that they uh they ruled that in writer's rooms because it's a creative space that you can't um like sexual harassment doesn't really make sense because it's a space where you should have freedom of speech. Oh, really? Right. I, I can't, that's not the exact thing, but it was like, uh, yeah, I, I'm, it I ended would... up in favor of the writers, which I kind of understand. Hey, baby, I'm just a creative type. I have worked with women who are like, that's offensive. And you're like, well, now we have to start from square run <laughs> like right, every yeah. time. But then yeah. it's also like, that's not a reason not to hire women. Right. That's the thing. The problem is, is like, that's <laughs> never been relegated to women. It's, it's, uh, I, I think that the, it's, it's always, you know, it's either, I would say like maybe white men probably have the, the least amount of, you know, being offended by stuff. And so maybe that they just, because they only hang out with white women in writers' rooms, they're like, "Oh, these women." But it's like, no, if you have uh, any- all black Daves here, now we can't make black jokes right, anymore. Right, exactly. So it's like, you know, it's not, it's you know, you use the same argument and say like, "Oh, same thing with uh, any black uh, writers or any Asian writers." Like, well, if I have an Asian writer now, I can't make Asian jokes. Like, it's it's just it's I just such a weird it. argument. I I don't agree with it, just fundamentally on principle. But I do kind of get it because it's like having. It's like when that fucking nerd that you don't like is like, I should be allowed to write with you guys. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, we're hanging out and being dumb. Court order. And you're like, damn it. Well, yeah, but that's not the way it actually works in real life. You hire women that you get along with who write well, right, well with that's you. Kind of the way I see it is like, a, it's like you, you hire the fucking people that you think are funny and that you like and whatnot. And, and that's not to say that you should be, uh, you should also be aware that, like, if you got all 
white dudes in a writer's room that may be like, hey, we could probably use some, you know, diversity. Or what does it say about me that I'm only comfortable around white men? Like that's it's that's, a, like, it's like a it's, dance. It's like because you have to you have to make an effort because if you like, it's really easy right. to just be a dude and be like, well, I'm just gonna hire like the five other white dudes that I'm comfortable that with. But all it's like, the time. but it's like you have to right. make an effort, but you also. Like you can't go overboard to where you're creating like uh you know here's like here's the token sort of situation right. like well, it's, it's make- also this is a network like even if you wanted to have shows that were all white guys you could have a show that was all girls you could have a show yeah. that was all they don't all you know, have to be because right, this isn't it's not like it's all the same room this is a whole network of right. a bunch well, now, of tiny rooms now we get into something completely different uh, where um the idea that can people uh, from a different background uh, write about people from another background? And like, I, and there's like, uh, I've heard some really shitty arguments about like about uh, how people uh, writing fiction shouldn't write fiction about like how white people shouldn't write fiction about people of color. And I've been like, oh god, that's that <laughs> yeah. that to but, me is is so uh, overboard. But there is also like the super try too hard thing where like the you know you get like some writer with like his savior complex, oh, like yeah, some twenty no. two year old kid from like fucking Beast of the Southern Wild, like some twenty two year old dipshit from Brooklyn but, was like, I want to write s- about the real America that I've but never I been see to. That is like you judge then the piece of work for for what it is. Absolutely, like, right. yeah, that, absolutely. Then, then you, you you don't stop the creation of it. Right, you, you, right. You, 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 know, so you can't do that. You say, oh, you wrote these characters as really broad generalizations <laughs> yeah. because you right. don't know what it's like to be a young black man in the South. Yeah, right. white exactly. guy from Brooklyn. So you can just yeah. judge the art based on uh, on on how good it is. And right. like, so if it's shitty, then we all go look at it, look at this shitty thing and then you go oh it makes sense you know it's this 21 year old white dude trying to write about this but, but that's it's also like, why there needs to be more critical voices of like color and different diversity because it's like if all white people reviewing it and being like wow this seems like a real yeah. interesting take on being a <laughs> yeah. black man in the south <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, right, you don't what no <laughs> right yeah. right and, and just like uh, i think rather than the the let's petition to stop this piece of art because uh it will it falls into some sort of offensive category of being, you know, uh, you're, you're like. Are you saying writing- let the system decide? Let the hand of capitalism <laughs> be no, the I'm judge, saying, Matt? What, what I'm the saying invisible should- Anglo-Saxon hand <laughs> of, of the market. What I'm saying is people should be able to write uh, and and make whatever art that they want and then uh and then d- let For everything me else <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not worried about people shitting on things that are insensitive anymore i feel like i feel like we're at a point where that kind of does happen oh yeah yeah, yeah. no it's more like I, I i just don't like the idea of uh non-creative people stifling creative people uh because they uh think politics is more important than look creative. man no one's saying you can't sing your songs go ahead yeah dude. Matt, like, what? sing your offensive blues oh, songs. Good morning. <laughs> myself again. this is cultural appropriation and i realize that but i also <laughs> yeah but you're a jew so you're chosen one to shame about it i like shame about it That's like <laughs> yeah. that was one of I, i'd say like as far as good shows with bad theme songs go, I think that one's. I really like that theme song. No. It, it, it grew what on show me. Is no. it? Five Sopranos. Seasons. Oh, I don't know. Five seasons of it. No. I was like, I love it. It's no. When I walk through the garden. Oh. You better watch your back. 
No, I beg your pardon. But a straight and narrow track. Do you have Matt, another topic? Matt, Matt Lieb sings the hits me too. Save the soul. I, I was gonna ask you guys if you watched the v, the vice I presidential debate. No, I skipped that one. Way down in the hole. I was I had food poisoning, so I didn't oh. want to puke Thank more. You. I didn't watch it, but one funny story that came out of it is GOP.org dropped a fire breathing story about how Mike Pence destroyed Tim Kaine and mm-hmm. how much better and how the polls suggested he did better, which I think ended up being true, but they dropped about three hours before the debate happened. <laughs> yeah. You thought he did better? I, did, I watched no, no, like the I first. Did, I, did, I didn't watch it, but I oh. I read. I saw some CNN poll, and if a Republican wins a CNN poll, usually, although I think <laughs> yeah. only. I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't it's watch it. It's undecided voters. Way to say liberal media, bro. <laughs> you mean the? <laughs> um, <laughs> was she? He called it the Clinton News Network. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. I, uh, I I watched the entire vice presidential debate. What'd mm-hmm. you think, Maddie? Uh, I'll tell you what I think, Janie. Um, uh, it was boring. Yeah. I watched <laughs> the first the 25 thing. minutes and I thought it was like the most dull thing. These- it's when I knew we were doomed because I was like, oh man, the, what what the people want is conflict. That's what, what everybody was tweeting about, how boring it was. And I was like, yeah, the other thing is interesting, but it is terrifying. No, but this is—it's like a horror movie that's real. This is still bad in the same way because, like, both of their running mates might as well be. And here's my born, here's my running mate, a uh, mannequin who spouts uh, talking points. Like each, like yeah. the the Republican guy, it's like every like orthodox Republican yeah. talking point. Same thing with Tim Kaine. Like it's they're, just so delicate right now that they both have to make sure that they just like don't destroy anything exactly. no one wants they, well the no parties are fucking unraveling which is actually one of the nice things about trump is like you know maybe these stupid like this dumb cultural you don't uh, think it's gonna get revolution debate over and over further and further to the sides until there's no compromise and democracy fails i mean we've we're already that's already happened i know <laughs> that's i don't already, want it to go happened. there but I'm maybe it's the end of the world as we know it <laughs> You owe R.E.M. I am $15. Oh, sorry. Welcome to Mooney. <laughs> but it's it's almost comical. Like, if you just look at them, they're, they're, they're two of, <laughs> like, you couldn't come up with a more just generic politician than mm-hmm. those two guys. It's like, oh, That's here's. the point. That's why they got cast. I was about to yeah. say cast. Well, I mean, they, they basically did. did. <laughs> they did get cast. Yeah. We're going to choose you for this role because we think you can deliver the lines and we think a lot of people will like you. Yeah. We're fucked. And then casting. Then they sit there like insulting each other over whose campaign is more insulting. You're like, this is the worst. Did you? That watch was it? really funny though. I thought it was great when it, when he was like, your <laughs> your your campaign when Pence was saying to Kane and Clinton, you know, that your campaign has just been nasty and filled with insults. <laughs> right. And yeah. it's like all they're doing is playing clips of what trump has said like how does that count my favorite is like you've called him a bigot and a racist and it's like those aren't things he's been those aren't insults those are descriptors yeah right and also it's like he can't even finish writing a racist tweet without being called racist it's like (laughs) how do you uh... you want me to play some of it i got the opening yeah i did let's see if this works let me play some music over it though okay 
Go ahead, play. Let me ask you, you have said Donald Trump is, quote, thoughtful, compassionate, and steady. Yet 67% of voters feel he is a risky choice, and 65% feel he does not have the right kind of temperament to be president. Why do so many Americans think Mr. Trump is simply too erratic? Well, let me, let me say first and foremost that uh, uh, Senator, you and Hillary Clinton would know a lot about an insult-driven campaign. It really is remarkable. At a, at a time when literally, in, in the wake of Hillary Clinton's tenure as Secretary of State, where she was the architect of the Obama administration's foreign policy, we see entire portions of the world, particularly the wider Middle East, literally spinning out of control. Literally spinning out of control. I don't think the music helped it, Matt. I'm no, sorry to say. No, sorry, Matt. <laughs> Literally, well, I had fun. It was just, it was basically like Pence would just keep talking forever and then Kane would interrupt him in kind of an obnoxious way. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It, well, the one thing that, that always makes me crazy with this campaign is when people do talk about bias in the media and, and sometimes, I mean, I just feel like sometimes you don't need to play both sides. Well, like yeah. sometimes one person is being an asshole and right. it's not biased just to call that out. Well, you can't insult one without being like, oh, dude, yeah, I see how it is. You want Trump to win? You're right. Like, no, I just think that that one thing that Hillary did kind of sucks. Right. Like the last podcast, <laughs> every time you brought something up, we're like, dude, you shut up. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. Like, Which I mean, I understand the impulse because yeah. it's, yeah, because you're like, oh God, just don't say that in front of people who might vote for him. It's, yeah. I mean, you're just, you're worried about when in your mind the worst possible scenario is running it changes how you view the rest of the election yeah but i, I thought uh, um which isn't good yeah but i think it's like the I'm vice presidential the vice presidency <laughs> is the vice presidency is like the most irrelevant position and then the vice presidential debate is like double irrelevant it like because, made him sit down right right well, sitting. <laughs> I, mike ryan made a point on twitter he's like the most i think it was mike ryan either him or mad singer anyway they're like the most famous like moment of a vice presidential debate is when like admiral stockdale just kind of like shredded dan quayle over like oh you're no john kennedy and it's like and then what happened oh they fucking won anyway like right. in a landslide didn't it, matter it does it doesn't really make a difference yeah. That's why I didn't watch it. Yeah. Although maybe Palin kind of fucked over McCain, but he was probably fucked anyway. Oh, she fucked him over, but it wasn't necessarily the debate. It was every time she spoke. <laughs> right. Yeah. Her general <laughs> persona. Yeah. I went on a date and I told a guy I was excited to vote for the first female candidate. And oh. he was like, I like social experiments. So would you, if like Donald Trump was a woman, would you vote for her? And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, he's he opened that discussion with I like social experiments. <laughs> yeah. That was his that was his way of being like I'm not transparently just trying to call you out for not having any other good reasons. Right. That was his yes and. Yeah. Wow. He Did was you... a Buddhist carpenter. Oh, <laughs> what a twist. Yeah, that is a that is a you pretty good twist. A he little, was really hot. Yeah, I bet you have Sounds a little do you have a little man bun? Oh yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't be <laughs> a Buddhist ponytail. Yeah, you can't oh. be a Buddhist carpenter without being a hot dude with a man. Did bun. he have yeah, tasteful tattoos? No, but he did have uh, Buddhist prayer beads. Oh, oh. nice on his wrist. Uh huh. Snap oh, those yeah. off, they become <clears throat> Buddhist anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. He asked yeah. me if I what I thought about witchcraft. <laughs> Tight. And How'd I asked answer? for the check. It was a good date. <laughs> 
fun. Did you ride the broomstick? I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. Did you uh, dance around the maypole? Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Did you guys fuck? <laughs> no, man. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a real leading question. What do you think about witchcraft? Because what you say really depends on how like I'm going to frame it. It was like in the middle of the whole conversation, but it was just kind of like... About witchcraft? <laughs> we were talking about... I don't even remember. I was a little drunk and kind of high because I'm very anxious about dates, so I smoked <clears throat> a Does lot he of drink as a Buddhist? He did, which I was very surprised. Yeah, he's he got like, like a, a lot of whiskeys. Is, and I was yeah. like, okay. Does Buddhist Buddhist not drink? I don't know. I thought they didn't. Uh, it depends on what you're doing. Like some people are Buddhist in the sense that they like read Buddhist teachings and they practice here and there. But if you're really trying to become like your own Buddha, mm-hmm. um, you don't drink. No, well, fuck Which that, is really, that, that's that really what out. turned me off yeah. to going down. He was the, like the a way. sketch from Broad City of like what a yeah. soul connected Buddhist guy would <laughs> yeah. be. So where did you meet him? He around my neighborhood. Oh, what really? you met someone in real life? Yeah. That's cool. And this is an analog dude? Analog dude. Wow. I didn't we didn't even exchange numbers. Was oh, he just shit. sitting peacefully under a tree like hello Jane? <laughs> no, he was at my coffee shop, so Oh, there oh. you go. Oh, was the coffee shop pickup. Well, we've known uh, like I've run into him for like two years. Yeah. So. Yeah. How is the you first run into the fr- him? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. You know Sorry. what Stone rhymes with. Um Cone? <laughs> Bone. Bone. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, can I get a scum real quick? Mm. No, drone. As back are, to the presidential debate. As you were. As I, I'm done. <laughs> or hone, like you do with a piece of wood that you're fashioning yeah. into a, another type. I don't really know what carpenters do. Yeah, I don't. I think uh, the last one that we I knew was about Jesus. Art and philosophy and spirituality mm. and it was kind of nice but he also was like kind of had a lot of like the, those like regular white dude opinions about stuff mm. he thought that hillary was cold and reptilian i was like did, wait, did he use the word reptilian a... yeah he used the word reptilian it's not very I think that means you know that means that he he thinks that he might be one of those guys who thinks there's reptiles controlling the government he's a lizard he's seen the lizard people yeah, yeah that's like a thing there's people who think that yeah, well, this is what do you makes not? dating horrifying. Is I've seen the underbelly of the world through the internet, and I know mm. that there's totally normal people who are like, well, you know, they're full all reptiles, of, full of lizards. It was great when people maybe had weird thoughts, but they just had no way of sharing them. Mm-hmm. So they so realized they, they had to keep down. that shit under wraps. God, that was the best. <laughs> and now yeah. they've started reading about it on GeoCity sites, and now <laughs> right. they have. Sub- it's like I went on like a vacation. Some of them with are angel of- fire. <laughs> I went on a vacation with a couple of like girlfriends from college and halfway through the drive to where we were going, they started talking about the the pyramids on the bottom of the ocean, the uh-huh. like crystal pyramids on the bottom oh, of the ocean God. and how like the vice chancellor of like of Canada had co- like done a press conference about how there were aliens and I was like Oh man, I didn't know this You're before. Like, we is that even vacation? a real position in the Canadian government? I'm not sure. The greatest thing is what? aliens do live underwater. They're called sharks and fucking alligators. Or those like, big ass, as crazy as anything else we're gonna find. Those big ass tube worms that live near the vents. Fuck that. Those I don't things, like worms. I don't, I don't like, like snakes. Those. No, I don't like I'm with if, Matt. I, if if reincarnation is real, I do not want to come back as one of those fucking things. No, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, but you know. 
I feel like this I, is a good segue into Crystal Corner, no? Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, on, on your way to pulling it up, heard a great... I was listening to early Tupac today. Yeah, yeah. My, he said, my only fear of death is reincarnation. And I think he might have been talking about tube worms as well. What do you yeah. guys think Tupac was reincarnated of? I don't believe in reincarnation, so... But Tupac does, so what do you think he was reincarnated as? Uh, 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 a Rottweiler. Yeah. A, a bird. Something. Why is that racist? <laughs> I love Rottweilers. <laughs> I can see how it's racist, though. Because he's black? Because Rottweilers know. are black? I guess so. It's ridiculous. I feel like you're talking about the muscularity. People never talk about the getting voice. reincarnated as a bacteria. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's not well, a very exciting bacteria one. Bacteria die so quickly, you just get re-reincarnated like, real fast. That's what if you got really stuck in ones. a bacteria loop where you were just bacteria for like thousands it's of probably years? probably pretty chill. So you that's what Hitler's doing. Much. You you're just like, kind of... That's what Hitler's doing? Yeah, he's just infecting your pee hole. Oh, uh, would you rather be a tree? This is Hitler syphilis. <laughs> yeah. Adolf Syphler. No. That There's was something there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll workshop that. On to Crystal yep. Corner. All right. Matt, shut up. We got to play the bumper. Shut up, Matt. Vince hates art. <laughs> you always manage to get that right in there at the climax. <laughs> And appreciate that about you. Uh, so this is from the New York Post. I believe we've brought up um, Michael Michael Keegan's cult before, or Andrew Keegan's cult before. Yes. Uh, Andrew Keegan has found his seventh heaven. Now he just needs to find hundred and eleven thousand dollars. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I like that number. The 37-year-old actor, known for his roles in 1999's Ten Things I Hate About You and Party of Five. Yes has been fighting to keep full circle. The spiritual community he co-founded two and a half years ago in its landmark building in Venice, California, as companies like Google, Snapchat, and BuzzFeed open up shop in the rapidly gentrifying area. Uh, and so basically they're doing like a crowdfunding campaign, but this is just a good excuse for them to like go to the temple and describe the things that are going on there, uh-huh. which is nice. So his cult is getting gentrified out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the how, only- how ironic. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm I'm willing to bet that the cult does a nice job of gentrifying as well. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's a prod. I think that's a side product yeah. of gentrification. Like I think one of these companies should just like oh Google's gonna make him like their official spiritual advisor and just pay for the whole thing. Cause that's, uh, like, is it true that that white people are more cult prone? Or I does don't it know. just feel like it? It definitely feels you like, mean, like it. It's small cults because every. Right. I don't know. Jonestown was very, very black heavy. Oh, it was? Yeah. That's good. I was, I was, I was worried <laughs> it was a defect of us, but it's all humanity. Yeah. Yeah. I get worried about this. Um, Rose Temple's exterior is cloaked in a colorful mural depicting an otherworldly scene and peering eyeballs that declare, we are, we are all one. Thank you, Matt. Eyeballs. Inside, the temple plays host to emotional freedom technology workshops. Mm, which okay. the group describes as a simple yet profound tour tool to rewire your brain, heal your emotional body, and step into your greatest potential. Uh, me. Guided meditation, <laughs> yoga, and live music. We put our heart into it. What kind it. of live music? There's no argument. Sublime? No. Shitty live music. <laughs> a lot of pan flutes, I would imagine. Did that say heal your emotional body? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's no argument, no ulterior motive. It's purely love for a space and for a community. Maybe it's too good for people, though, and it's too much, Keegan recently told Page Six. It's too good for this world. It's too good for people. It's too pure. We're going to move to dogs only. 
<laughs> a dog's only cult sounds so good. I would join it. Yeah, oh, it you fun. can't be in it, man. It's a dog's only cult. Yeah, but if I bring my dog. No, you're not allowed. We get the dog, you leave. Yeah, I don't like that. But it's like Marcy, as long Mary, as the Magdalene, whatever. <laughs> Keegan recently told Page Six over coconut waters inside the temple. Great. Yeah. Um, at a three and a half hour prayer formance event earlier this month. Yes. Oh my God. A crowd of shoeless guests sat atop rugs and on the temple's shiny hardwood floors. A sun-kissed couple dressed in white, gauzy clothing swayed back and forth as singer Larissa Gosla crooned "I Wish You Love" and the pair's dog lazed at their feet. <sighs> Did it, was uh, it a wedding? To the, no, it was a prayer performance. Mm. Three hour, three and a half hour performance. To the left of the stage, a woman flailed her thin frame, twisting and turning to the sound of Gosla's voice as she excitedly painted a canvas. Every brush stroke, a burst of energy. Oh. I feel like this is a rom-com. Like, isn't this the first? Or no, it's like a teen movie where like the... Someone should cast what Andrew he knows Keegan about, in that <laughs> rom-com. They over there tried like, that. I don't know. This is not that surprising. I don't just based on all of San Francisco's stuff that I've seen. Like this is, this is fucking low level. Oh, LA's behind the curve still. What's yeah. interesting as is, far as like yeah. new agey bullshit. Oh yeah. So I hate it, and it is all new agey bullshit. But why is it? I feel like it's. It, so easy to just shit on people who are like, no, we're all about love and positivity, and you're like, fuck you. No, I, it no. should be a good thing, but everything they do is wrong. No, we kid because we're jealous. Oh yeah, that's that's what I am. An eleven dollar donation to reward supporters with two rose quartz heart bracelets Yay. that, that mm. quote will be placed on Full Circle's altar during our Sunday meditation. Full Circle writes that the crystal heart bracelets will be infused with quote the love of our community prior to being delivered. Oh, yeah. At press time, nine bracelets had been claimed. You know, I can't wait for (laughs) I can't wait for when the like harvesting practices for all these gemstones start coming to light. (laughs) Right. And it turns out like the rubies that you get, they're like three bucks for a little tiny one for like healing energy or like actually cast offs from a blood diamond mine. (laughs) It's going to be so good. When someone does, when is Vice gonna do that expose? I don't know, they but I did one wait until they're Keegan. as miserable as we are. They already did one on Andrew Keegan. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> All of these people that are happy should not be happy. We're gonna I get completely to that. agree. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> one of the first experiences that I had at the Rose Temple was with a rose quartz heart crystal that was a gift from someone, and was it was one of the first moments that I had here in the sanctuary. Keegan said. Uh, the, se- the significance, of course, is the frequency of love that is within the rose quartz crystal. Really with the world and the way it's going with all of the things bringing people back to that kind of a moment. Having them take recognition, too, that being the real core and essence of life is love. I'm so bored. <laughs> How old was he when he got famous? Like 20? 18? Uh, I, I'd be young. During the recent performance event, which was advertised as high vibe music, cacao community <laughs> dancing song and circle. Cacao. Cacao. After Gosla exited the stage to make way for the cacao ceremony, a man what? assured Wait, attendees. Chocolate ceremony. Uh, Explain cacao. I'm, or cacao I'm back. Leaf. I'm on board. A man assured attendees that were quote no psychedelics in the cacao concoction, made no. from cocaine, made from the plant from which chocolate and cocoa are derived. No, 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 no cacao, just cocaine. So really it was very specific. Hey, there's no psychedelics in this. Does that mean usually when they serve things? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Commonly associated with shamanic prayer, cacao has been known to create feelings of blah, blah, blah. During the ceremony, a woman offered a blessing in which she invoked, quote, all the elders and ancestors and indigenous beings who grew and prepared the cacao. 
Soon after, another God. woman sang in Spanish. Why do you do beings. this to us, Vince? This is like so mean. <laughs> sang in Spanish of the benefits of cacao as those participating in the ceremony took turns sipping the elixir from mugs. By the way, you know what? This sounds kind of nice. This sounds like a nice Sunday to me. Like, yeah. get a little cocoa, yeah. hang out in the temple, somebody sings, Not you just hang do out. do psychedelics, wink, wink. wink but wink. You, know, you know who picks cacao? Who? Like actual slaves. Indigenous beings. Oh, it's right. it's like the most, like, like chocolate. What is, if it's fair trade? Fair trade chocolate. It could be. could be. I, I kinda, bet they do fair trade. Didn't they no say way. they brought the indigenous beings up who picked the cacao? Yeah. Is the, that what I said? the ghost. No, they said they did like it, and she said no. She did uh, a prayer where they thanked. The, they she invoked oh, they their spirit. Them, oh. but not the actual people. That right? They, no, of course they not. could have sent we money to. We thank the it. spirit yeah. of your ancestors that you are now enslaved. No, yeah. keep yeah. taking the chocolate. And for our indigenous prayer, <laughs> we go to uh, <laughs> Star Child. She actually teaches uh, yoga in Sherman Oaks. She's yeah. going to come down here and invoke the spirit of the cacao's ancestors. <laughs> she has one dreadlock. <laughs> Um, this, but my, my theory on this is he's famous, he's rich, he's got everything that he wants when he's 18 or 19, where do you go? From oh, there, you gotta you go, go here. A cult. Exactly. Do you think this is like a sex thing? Uh, everything is a sex thing. It's yeah. about Everything is a life, sex Matt. thing. Not my life. It's about No, love. I mean with, with, uh, with celebrities and all their things, it's all a sex thing. That's Every true. Time it's like the last thing. Once you get the money and the fame, like all that's left is the sex all thing. All that's it's left about is love. Why, why won't everyone bend to my will and fuck me? And then you go, well, if I create a community where the only people I see are people who will, then that's that's all they do. Andrew King is, is just trying to bless those vaginas. All right? The, the, He's not trying the to... The last have... level after fucking everyone is mass suicide. I, I definitely <laughs> think every cult is about sex things. It's all about sex and then the power to get everyone to kill themselves. This is why I respect Tony Robbins so much. Because he has the power to... Could, you know, conduct a mass suicide, but he chooses not to. Did that's yeah. his documentary. Is, yeah. is, your, is your father a powerful man? <laughs> is your father a powerful man? Like that, that guy. Could Can get you do everyone... Tony Robbins' Buffalo Bill for me, Matt? I just did. <laughs> but like more of his stuff that he is says. Your father a powerful man? <laughs> what you uh, need to do is just need to start making lists. What you gotta do is put the fucking lotion in the brush. No, you gotta do Tony Robbins as Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill. Come that's on. What I so you have no, to you convince did, you them did Buffalo Bill. That oh, putting yeah. the lotion. Don't tell me how to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I always thought Tony Robbins was full of shit, and then I watched that documentary. I was like, I get it. I think. Well, he's what awesome. I like about I'm him sold. is that he I'm doesn't. He hundred percent. He doesn't make himself God, and he very easily could, and people would uh, agree to it. I'm not your guru. I, I feel <laughs> like you make lists. And positive affirmations to get to get your full potential. I want you to go out there and sell. Yeah, <laughs> I got a little Vera DeMilo in there. Yeah, accidentally. Okay, that's I think, what I wanted you to do, Matt. God damn it! I think nah, I'm he, all the way over here, bro. Do the characters like I say. Listen, when dance, I'm in LA, dance. I only listen to my agent, my manager, and my rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Are you on transparent yet, Matt? You should be on transparent. The show Transparent? Yes. Why? Would why? I, why? You're like a perfect LA Jew for that show. Yeah, that is the one thing about that show that kind of uh, uh, is 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 the weirdest thing about it is it's like I always feel kind of uncomfortable with the 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 I don't know Judaism. The, the it's uh, uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. 
Mm, okay. No, I want to know now. We want to know why you're uncomfortable. Well, usually we just like to focus on making you uncomfortable, but I would like I, to know I why. I mean, I know it's not. It's not like they're not wrong that it that there's um, uh, a lot of uh, kind of like hoity-toity Jews in in LA, but I, I also there's like something about it that makes me just go like I don't like them showing it. <laughs> I don't like the way Keep they it show. A secret. No, it just makes it feel weird. It makes me feel weird. I don't know. Shut I mean, up. Is, is there any? <laughs> this is why they can't have Jews in the writers' room. <laughs> but is there anything that that uh, Jews could like make about themselves that other Jews wouldn't look at and be like, "See, people are going to be more anti-Semitic when they see this." Yeah, that's true. I guess. I mean, no matter what. But I. Uh, but I. I think so it's not so much that. <laughs> it's not so much that is that uh, I just kind of uh, I hate shows about Jews. L.A. Yeah. Shows Why? about it, like they—they they just make me. They're just—they're always gross. Everything's gross about it. Like I feel like the only people who greenlight those shows that are really into LA and they're like, "Yeah, we're in LA. Let's do a show about LA." It's like, fuck that. No one cares about LA. Well, LA's dumb. What about uh, love? That's LA. Matt saying that. What about love? That uh, the Netflix. Yeah, same shit. You didn't I like that one. Hate- no, because I don't like shows that are set. That just give me something that's set in a different time and place, and give me something. something fantastical oh you you want to be transported do you yeah give me the get down that show is fucking amazing okay okay and it's and it's set in a city that no one ever does shows about new york (laughs) right right i mean new york is almost like the the other character in the show right you know it's something that you never see where it's like the city is a character yeah what do you feel like san francisco is under filmed I do feel like that. I feel like Silicon Valley is pretty great, though. Well, yeah, it's been destroyed a lot of times. And also in the 70s, like every cop thing was set in San Francisco because it was like the center of counterculture crime. Have have you seen any people like clean? We need Clint Eastwood to go out there and clean all these Black Panthers off the streets. (laughs) Yeah. Did you you ever? You didn't need to say Panthers. (laughs) I think people did the math. (laughs) Did you did you ever see the man in the high castle? No. I saw, I've only seen one episode, but it was really good. Do you know what it is? I uh, liked it. I've heard yeah. of it. It's like, a, of course you did. This is like, this is like <laughs> Matt Lieb's dream show. It's like a, it's like a historical fiction. It's a hi-fi, but it's like. I think the it's, Nazis won. The Nazis won. Oh. And it's like 1963. And when you go to San Francisco, Japan owns it. So it's this cool hybrid, like if Japan Wait, ran is, San Francisco. Why is this Matt Lieb's dream show? Because every time you stay at this house, I come out at like midnight and you're like, yep, just catching up on my World War II documentaries, <laughs> eating some candy. Wasn't that, that there was that movie Fatherland that was kind of. I think they've done a few movies like that. All right, you guys, we got some emails. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hang up and I'm gonna call you back on my phone. <laughs> Hello. All right. Oh. We're gonna do I'm some on- emails. Oh, I'm just uh, I'm on the phone <laughs> and I was doing a podcast. <laughs> Please leave. No, I'm still technically doing it right now. <laughs> I gotta drive to uh, Hi, to, Mrs. to do a show. Okay. Okay. Hi, Mrs. Lee. So, when do you go to Silverado? That's this weekend. <laughs> oh, I thought it was today. No, Silverado's Friday. This is great. Oh, getting a phone call. Oh, love you, mom. <laughs> Hi. You've met my parents, Matt. When do I get to meet yours? Yeah. Okay. For, for sure. Soon. You'll be back soon. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks for stopping 
goodbye. Yeah. Say goodbye. Bye, Evan. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't hear you, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you. Later. Okay, you're on speaker. Hi, Evan. How you doing? <laughs> you just, that's cool. He, he, he listened to your story on Audible. Oh, did he like it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll just I'll just see you later, Evan. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, bye, bye, Evan. Bye, bye. Um, yeah, he told us this at lunch today, uh-huh. and he thought it was really cool yeah. to hear Louis Black and uh, yeah, yeah. Sean, yep. the guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was happy with it. But I'll... I'll... He was proud. Oh, I love when my big brother was proud of me. <laughs> he really was. Cool. Yeah. yeah. By having no back to his major word. Yeah. Like, really, Oh, there you are. Hey, Evan. That's what here now. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. How many uh, uh, Just one so far. There's going to be more. Oh, okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Like Aaron said. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Bad Yeah. Love you guys. I got to go to El Segundo. Yeah. Okay. Love you guys. Matt. Are you guys still there? Yeah. 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 We got all of that. This is a good little window into your life. That was lovely. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> your brother's proud of you? Did you? Yeah, my brother's proud of me. Did you get the part where uh, um, where uh, my brother was on a speakerphone? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's going to sound really good on the podcast. <laughs> I heard all of I it. I made it. I made it clear that I was on a podcast, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you led with it. Yeah. Thought I did. Every time, anyway. Every time your brother comes in, I just want him to walk in and be like, Spadackle! <laughs> yeah, Spadackle. That was, you, you guys just heard Spadackle talk. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's fun. All right, we got a couple of emails. So, Matt, All I'm, right. I'm going to play the email a song, and you're not going to be able to hear it. I'm sorry. Is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh God, I am afraid to die. Emails. All right. Uh, first one. This is an important question that we didn't answer last time. Uh, hey, frock crew. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, frock crew. Does Joey Avery do anal? Love a gay. <laughs> Joey, your thoughts? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, uh, I don't receive anal and, uh, happen to be only interested in ladies, but, uh, I do give anal if, uh, mm. if a, if a woman is interested in what, consensual and my girlfriend. What if a, oh. what if a man's interested in anal? How much money you got? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. How yeah. Here's a question too. What's that, man? Uh, what, the, Joey, does that mean that you have never had someone... Uh, like, fuck your butt. <laughs> uh, yes, that is that is what that means. I think you got that correctly. Have you ever done it to yourself? Have you ever put something in your butt? I, I've not put anything in my butt. No. You're missing out, Joey. What? what? You you really? I hate to sound cliche, but you are. It's like you're willfully missing out on a whole new level of experiences. Well, are we are are we counting? Uh, 
so I guess I should I should ask you, Matt, what have you put up your butt? No, I'm nothing. I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I put a baby carrot up there. <laughs> it's um, very small. I've talked about this. I'm Look, sure yeah, if, a, if a lady wants to no, get reach around. You never talked it. about putting a baby carrot in your butt? That's strange. This seems like a podcast where I would have said that. It does. It really does. Yeah, I put a baby carrot. That was the first thing I put on my butt. It was a baby carrot. What yeah. was the last uh, thing? A real carrot. Uh, I put the, the, the handle of uh, my sister's hairbrush. <laughs> uh, uh, a candle. Did you brush the dog with know. it while it was in there? Well, have I, did I do what? That's an advanced maneuver. Did you brush the dog with it while it was in there? No, but... Uh, I didn't have a dog back then. Oh, okay, oh. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, well, that's not, a likely excuse. Of course, I wouldn't yeah. let my dog around you either. You got <laughs> carrots up your butt. Yeah. And then now, I uh, uh, one time I I bought this uh, butt plug uh, for <laughs> when I was dating someone in college, um, and we used it like a couple of times, but she didn't. You know, she she wasn't into it, and when. She wasn't around one time. I was like, well, "Let me try it." And no, uh, oh, that was hard, man. <laughs> really? Is that? Did you, did you understand why she wasn't into it? Well, no, I didn't get that. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, you you go for it even if it hurts. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I played around with the the old uh, the old booty hole area, but you know, it's not to, to me. It's like it's not worth it for the mess. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. More trouble than it's worth. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like uh, unless you you kind of you got to be kind of clinical with it, prepared for the mess. I feel like uh, you know, gay men they probably have some pretty good cleanup systems uh-huh. uh, worked out. I imagine maybe there's a lot of towels. They got some towels that they use, or or maybe they just know how to like eat the right things in order yeah. to. They have you have so to have the, you have to have infrastructure in place if you're going to do a lot of butt stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, it's like when I you have period sex. So, you got to be prepared, girls, like a Boy Scout. Exactly. Some girls like they they uh, it feels like some girls like don't even have poo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh-huh. they just took a like shit before they got there and cleaned it out. No, it's got to be more than that because I've taken a shit and then put something in my butt and there's still poo. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> You really gotta, you gotta, I feel like it's a, it's a diet thing. You know, yeah. some right. people, they, because they eat right, mm-hmm. there's, uh, they, they have nice sperm poops. Uh-huh. And right. so there's not a lot of residual. Yeah, poop. I think, I feel like I wouldn't have anything in there. I mm-hmm. think it's just straight clean. I got solid logs. Yeah. No, yeah. I got oh, 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 yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt. <laughs> Make them poop logs. No, no, no. Anyway, um, so. Whoa. Next, <laughs> on a perhaps on a perhaps related note, another email we got. Uh, the subject line is uh, Matt's claim to masculinity, and the body is just false exclamation <laughs> point. That's the whole email. Matt, you're a woman, apparently. He's saying I'm not masculine. Apparently, after I just openly talked about fucking my own asshole, <laughs> that I'm not masculine. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a slap in the I- face. I think that's bullshit, because here's the thing. I think there's a, like, back in Greek times. Yeah, that was, that was the most manly <laughs> thing you could do. I, uh, yeah, for sure. 
That was the end of the sentence. Oh, okay. okay. What's the next <laughs> okay. email? Uh, next email. Frotsman. Much like, it's more of a story. Much like Gary from Fremont, I'm a first time, long time. Much like fake Brett, this email will be short and sweet. I had knee surgery today. While I was waiting to be sedated, one of the nurses randomly sang, Cut my life into pieces. This is my God last resort. God damn it, resort. I wish I had the guitar. I know. <laughs> I'm in a car now. Can you play that riff? Yeah. Yeah. So... So, the last thing I thought to myself before going under the knife was, Real nice! Real fucking nice! <laughs> Fraud on, suck my jeans, and hashtag squib. Uh, okay. Uh, and then we have a, a hot take. Ooh, hot take! Um, <laughs> Frauders, I stumbled upon a core of the sun hot take while investing my time wisely on Facebook and thought you guys might enjoy it. This gentleman is close to 60 years old. Don't know if that makes it better or worse. And it's a, it's a comment on uh, pages from Donald Trump's 1995 income tax records from the New York Times. Uh, and Kenny says, These tree-hugging, libtard, killery lovers are brain dead. Wait till the camel jockeys knock on their door with a steak knife special for the entire family. As their throats are being slit, they will still say Benghazi was the result of a video. Go get some more Kool-Aid, EBT cards, and free tuition. Don't forget to donate to Al Sharpton, too. He only owes the IRS $30 million in back taxes, but I guess he's exempt since he's black. What a bunch of ignorant, pathetic losers we have in this country. Take a knee for those who died protecting this land while you're at it. Tony Welch for president. Wow. Who's Tony Welch? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. Is, that, is there like a ultra-white nationalist? That was one of those comments where you know anytime you're at a barbecue, anytime you're around him, any topic you're talking about, he's going to weave it back into one and thusly all four of those topics. Right. No, right. It just spills out of him. And then you just say like, he has all the his official hashtags with the top where it's like he yeah. goes into killer. He calls everyone by their like t-shirt slogan. Maybe he'd be less uptight if he tried shoving things up his butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's my advice for <laughs> Might him. Might loosen you up a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Oh, man. That's it. I got to get to this show. And you do, too. Let's go. I just got on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. It was all all worth it, man. My mom's really proud of me. Yeah, that was nice. That's nice to hear. They shouldn't be, but I'm glad for it. (laughs) Wow. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I, I talk about putting stuff in my asshole, and you don't think I should be proud now. It's like this <laughs> podcast has turned into the most offensive, homophobic, anti-gay, uh-huh. <laughs> anti-mad. Okay. Tony Welch for president. <laughs> <laughs> Libtards. All right. You know what? Yep. You know, check out Joey Avery Comedy on Twitter. Yeah. Me, Jane, you shut up. What? what? Uh, it's getting better, I promise. Leave one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Anybody got any shows they want to promote? Uh, yeah, I'm going to El Segundo right now. Okay, to cool. Do a show. Yeah. So if, by the time you by hear this. Time, and I've already killed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be at uh, next Saturday, the 15th. I will be performing at Stanford. And then the following weekend, the 20th, to whatever that Sunday is, I'll be at Rooster Tea Feathers. La-dee-da. All right, yeah, well, from really you're performing at Stanford? Yeah, it's a guest lecture. That's, that's so Joey Avery. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sweet, dog. Uh, from our I podcast to yours, 
<laughs> Patreon.com slash broadcast. From our podcast to yours, we apologize. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, man. Bye. Okay. Oh,